0: You've heard me in previous episodes talking about being proactive instead of reactive. Well, we're going to be proactive in this week's episode, and we're going to be talking about when you should be thinking about scheduling, hiring, all of your pet professionals. When should you consider doing that? It sounds easy, but a lot of people make a big mistake in this. So let's go ahead and talk about it next. Right, guys let's go ahead and get this week's episode going welcome to the learn laugh bark podcast i am your host jake from on dog on dog is an online dog training website go there check it out we have a new course that's called welcome home it is about all about it's all about getting a new dog whether it's a puppy or a dog what to expect, what to focus on first, and get yourself set up even before this dog comes. So if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I think I'm going to be getting a dog soon, but not yet, this course is good for you. If you're sitting there listening and you're saying, I just got a dog within the last, no, even six months, and I need some help, that that course is going to be good for you guys as well. This will help you guys get a leg up, get a head start, be proactive, like we're going to talk about today, instead of reactive. Be ready for when these different things come up with your dog. So check out ondogtrainingacademy.com. You can click on the courses. You'll see in the courses there, our first one there, it's called Welcome Home. Click on the welcome home one and you'll get a description and talk about all of that. Also in there, you might see something that says free download. This is your new dog or puppy shopping list. What to be shopping for for this new dog because you could easily spend a ton of money and realize I didn't need half of this stuff. So we've narrowed it down, not brand specific necessarily, but we've narrowed it down to some of the essential equipment and gear that you need so you can jump over there. Like I said, and I'll even link in to uh, this podcast, I'll link in the form to that free download so you guys can just get that right away. Uh, all you got to do, is give us your email, we'll send you one out to you. You confirm the email, you get your download, we're good to go. So definitely check that out. Also, you can find us on, uh, you can find uh, uh, our podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and you can find Ondog, well, you can find Ondog on Instagram and TikTok. Our podcast right now is just on Facebook. I use that as a place for you to come and talk to me about what you would like me to talk about, things you want me to cover, because I think it's important for you guys and for me to cover things that are interesting to you, because why else would you be listening? It needs to be interesting, right? So let me know what you want me to talk about, and I will talk about it. So anyways, check all that stuff out. If I missed anything, it'll all be in the description of this episode with links leading to those different pages so it'll all be there for you enjoy it what we're going to talk about this week though and and i think this is extremely important especially right now currently with the state of how just the pet industry is so as you guys probably know during covid back in 2000 the pet industry blew up people were getting their covid dogs quote-unquote covid dogs Because they were at home more, they felt like, well, it's a good opportunity. The problem is that people weren't then going, hey, I want to be a veterinarian. Hey, I want to go learn grooming. Or hey, I want to go be a dog trainer or whatever it might be. Those things weren't increasing at the rate that people were buying dogs. So naturally, now we have a shortage, which really hasn't decreased, but we just have a shortage of dog trainers and vets, and groomers, and everything pertaining to your dog, boarding places, all that stuff. And so on this week's episode, it's, it's going to be short and sweet, I think, because I think this is very simple to cover. But maybe I'll get off on a riff talking about something else. But we need to talk about when to hire a trainer. When? The obvious answer is right now. Right now. Whether it's a trainer, or a groomer, or anything I was just talking about. You should be if you're even thinking about getting a dog. You should almost be having your classes. We did this with our own dog. We paid for and got in on classes before we even got the dog. Before any of this happened, our, we had a vet appointment scheduled before. And this was back. God, our dog's five and a half right now. This was a long time ago. This was back when you could probably call your vet and get an appointment within a week. Now you're calling your vet, and they're a month out, three weeks out, whatever. You're trying to schedule spays or neuters or anything like that. And now they're two months out. At least right now they are, you know, talking to my vet. So you have all of these things that are, are things we took for granted for so long that we're just like, yeah, we'll just call and get it done. Well, that just doesn't happen. You can't go see the groomer. I mean, I know groomers who are months booked right now because as soon as somebody, and this is smart on them, as soon as somebody's done with their appointment, they turn around and go, okay, I want to book my next one. Don't wait for your dog to get all shaggy and then go, okay, I need a haircut. And then the the groomer says, well, I can get you in in two months because that's not, I mean, you, you might be mad at the groomer, but that's not the groomer's fault. That's yours. We need to consider the times we're in right now and the chaos that the pet industry is right now, that there are so many dogs out there flooding the pet industry. And it would sound like a good thing, but really like even for us, it can be overwhelming. So Not only do we need to be considerate to the to the prep professionals and understand they're just busy, but also we shouldn't be frustrated. You shouldn't be frustrated if you're trying to get your dog in last minute and it's just not gonna work. Like everything is just so busy. And and to kind of piggyback on that, when we're talking about training, like I mentioned, with our puppy, when we got him, like I said, five and a half years ago, we were just like, Okay, let's schedule his first couple batches of classes because we basically wanted to be able to continue training him and not have these big gaps between classes, right? So it's like we wanted to go from a puppy class into like a novice, into a beginner or advanced or puppy prodigy. I mean, we took so many darn classes with this dog. Or we also were like, well, we want to do nose work with him. Okay, well, we want to do foundation agility with him. Okay, so we we basically said these are the things we want to do with our dog. And then we just started, even before the puppy came, we started – scheduling all these things out because we wanted to as soon as we got that puppy we wanted to get the show rolling with him and i personally think it paid off we started our training right away which is something i preach often on these episodes to early training and we started right away and he is an absolute awesome dog he is an absolute awesome dog i feel like we did a lot of really good things with him and i think really importantly all the classes everything we did with him early on is super important and And this is coming from someone who's a dog trainer. Like we are dog trainers and we are sitting here saying, go get, go and get in classes. Just because I know how to do something doesn't mean I should wait. Just because you've had dogs before doesn't mean you should just train them on your own. You need to understand the value in getting in new places, also getting new ideas. Like if you think you know everything, you know nothing, right? And so I just feel like as a dog trainer, I'm like, hey, I contacted dog training places, and and we're blessed to be able to be within probably an hour of a ton of them. But So we basically reached out to a bunch of different places, and we just started picking and choosing where we wanted to do our classes, and we scheduled them and did them. And and we basically kept signing him up for like that first year of his life. We just kind of kept rolling over and never letting the class, never not not having a class after the class that we were in, just because we didn't want to have that gap. We wanted to keep our training going. And so I think that's really important. Like, be proactive. Be like, all right, have a plan. I need to schedule my vet visits for my dog. If my dog is one that needs to be groomed, I need to make sure I know, okay, for some breeds, they say don't groom them until they're, I don't know, whatever, six months old, whatever that might be, whatever your breeder tells you or whatever might happen, but whatever. Think about your dog and say, okay, in two months, he's going to need to be groomed. Well, you better get on the phone. Don't say, well, I have two months. You don't have two months. You need to get on the calendar now so that in two months you can be seen. I'm guilty of this in a lot of different things. You're like, well, I got time. Well, I'll do it tomorrow. I got time. I'll do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow turns into two months and you're like, oh, crap, this needs to get done now. And all of a sudden, not only is it super inconvenient for you, it's also super inconvenient to try to expect anybody to do it that short notice, whatever it is you're doing in life. So try to to be really proactive with this. Also, the thing we we're talking about earlier when when to hire a trainer it's best, and this is proactive again. This is the, the reason we do training, we do classes with our dogs. Is not because our dogs have problems. If you're waiting to get into a class, or or let's say a board and train, or anything like that, if you're waiting until there's a problem, it, the trainers can definitely still work on it. But why did you wait? Like. If you thought you were going to need help, you should have just you should just do it right away. This is why classes I think are super important. Again, we're trainers, we can teach our dogs everything we need them to learn and some. But that doesn't mean we're not going to go to classes and find value in it and our dog isn't going to go to classes and find value in it. New place, new dogs, new people, new sounds, new smells. All that stuff is so important. So, so just because you know doesn't mean you shouldn't go. Get out, do your training. Because if you wait for something to happen, if you wait for your dog to start becoming reactive, you're way behind the eight ball. Just go, you know what? I don't, Just basically think about what you don't want your dog to not be and have that be your reason why you're training. I don't care what kind of breed you have. If you have a lab... And labs are notoriously super friendly dogs. Come up with an excuse on why you need to do classes then. Well, I just don't want my dog to be so happy he jumps all over everybody and barks. That's a great excuse to get in and start your early training. Get in now. You know, Don't wait for your dog to start jumping all over people before you go, oh crap, we need help. Now, if you're in that situation with your dog, by all means, reach out to a trainer. But I'm trying to help you for your next dog or if you're going to be getting a new dog eventually here, I'm trying to just help you guys out now. Because we don't need to, to, to repeat and have the same issues popping up dog after dog after dog. In my opinion, and this is kind of how we're noticing our progressions through our dogs as, as we get older, is, is basically every dog, we're like, okay, well, this is where we made a mistake. Because trust me, like we're not developing our dogs perfectly. There's, there's holes in it. And everybody should, should be honest with themselves and go, yeah. I mean, we, there's holes in our training somewhere, somehow. No dog is perfect. But with that being said, the next dog probably won't have that problem because now we're like, okay, we made a mistake here, so next dog, we're gonna make sure we don't make a mistake there, and we're gonna go after things differently. Like I can say a really good example is our, our first dog we got. The, the, the two dogs I'm talking about are the same breed. First dog we got, for whatever reason, was like terrified of being under a blanket. And and so and he wasn't great with other dogs. So then we're like, okay. We obviously need to do more dog socializing. And this was quite a while ago. We need to do more dog socializing. And we also need to condition and like environmentally expose the dog to other things besides just taking him places cuz he was great. Like he'd go other places, he'd be told he was totally well trained and well behaved unless another dog that he didn't like come- came up into his space. But but he also didn't like being like under blankets putting things over his back, drying him off with a towel. He's like, "Why is that on my back?" Oh my god, and he would just kind of panic. So the next dog we got, we not only made sure that we socialized him, we made sure that we were doing more appropriate play sessions with him. So now he's pretty good with dogs, but also we're like, all right, buddy, come under here. When he was a puppy, we like guided him under blankets with treats and hung out with him under this stuff. So he thinks it's the coolest thing ever. So what I'm saying is you're going to build on from every dog you do. But so, so don't just say, well, because my last dog was, was so great or whatever, I don't need to go to training, go to training. Don't wait, go to training. so, so, hopefully, guys, like I said, it's a short and sweet episode, but I just want you guys to really like think about being proactive in scheduling. Not only not only just getting in for training and everything, but scheduling everything involving your dog. If you're planning a trip, if you're planning a trip, don't wait till a week or two weeks before you go. If you as soon as you know you're going to go on a trip that requires your dog to be boarded somewhere, you better be on the on the horn with that boarding place because just like vets, just like groomers just like trainers. Boarding places fill up fast too right now. Remember, it's a huge influx of dogs coming in. There's just tons of dogs in the market right now, which sounds like a great thing, but honestly, it's not. Because unfortunately, there's a lot of dogs who aren't getting help because the owners aren't didn't didn't get out there ahead of time and didn't didn't be more proactive in this. And now they're like, "Well, we need help." And we're like, "We're sorry, but we're so booked out right now." We're feeling it and we feel terrible about it. We want to be able to help everybody. But unfortunately, we just can't. And we've come to that realization that we cannot help everybody. Because if we try, we'll go crazy and we'll we'll get basically burnt out. And that's a whole other episode unto its own that we will be doing eventually. Um, but But just think about getting on schedules with different things. Boarding places, vets, trainers, grooming places, all that stuff. Well in advance. Think way in advance. The people will absolutely approve of what you're doing they will be thankful that you're one of those people that aren't waiting for the last minute waiting for something to go bad for the groomers they don't want that dog that needs grooming now they want a dog who just got groomed making a schedule for later because it makes things smoother there's less stress you know Uh, and with the trainers we want to help you prevent issues we don't want to have to necessarily go in and, and work on issues We'd rather help you prevent it. So be proactive in all that stuff. So really think ahead, guys. Think in the future when you're doing this stuff. Hire a trainer before things get bad. Foresee an issue. Or just like I said, come up with an excuse. I don't want my dog to be jumping, so I'm going to go someplace and, and make sure we work on that. Or my last dog was aggressive towards people, so I need to make sure I do something to help with that. So I'm going to contact a trainer now to make sure that my now dog doesn't turn into my past dog. So hopefully that was helpful, guys. Like always, jump over to our Facebook page, Learn Laugh Bark Podcast, or you can go onto our website, ondogtrainingacademy.com. You can see our courses there. You can sign up for a course if you'd like. I I think you should because I think it's always super useful there. But hopefully this was helpful for you guys. And like always, we'll see you next week.